Hello everyone and welcome as we return to Middle Earth for the next part in our in our Lord of the Rings series, The Two Towers. You've got me, meets back on the menu, Zinger. <laughs> oh god. I'm sorry. And and me, Aunt Ellie. Alright, and we're also of course joined by Treeberg. Ah, nice. And, of course, the ever-present, the ever-wonderful... I am Philrond of the Elves. Ooh, very nice. Yes, Phil Rude is here, everyone. Of course... Yay! We, we, we couldn't... I, okay, so we normally drag you on for the worst ones of any series. <laughs> I don't think we successfully did that this time, sir. Uh, no, my first, my first time on Zeng this, I was talking about Empire Strikes Back. So, uh, on a couple of the trilogies, you're hitting my favorite chapters. All right. Awesome. Well, well, we're glad that that is. So is this one of your favorite chapters then, sir? Or did you just, yeah, this is, this is my favorite of this series. The two towers, I think gets, you know, hits all the beats for me. All right. So of course we have our little breakdowns and everything. So I want to of course start with, Everyone's favorite moments from this movie. Now, I did put the, the the little tagline of the cinematography and score is, of course, always technically mentioned so that we don't have to use up one of our slots because, of course, cinematography and score for these movies is amazing. But um, if everyone does not mind, I will go first so I can steal one of yeah. LA's. Excuse you? I know one of ours is the same, so ah. I'm going to um to do that today. Um. My one of my favorite moments is um, the, of course, the you have no power here. The the interaction between technically Sar Saruman. Sorry, it's going to be one of those episodes where it's going to have me being like Saruman and Sauron. It's I don't know as as somebody who I I don't understand why he made very similar character names between the two, but. Anyways, going forward, uh, the the interaction, of course, between. Him and Gandalf when he was getting um, getting the like possession out of the king and everything that that that, that scene is great. The build up to it, the reveal of Gandalf the White to to the, to the enemy and everything. I thought that, that was a great scene, so that definitely makes one of my top picks. Uh, the Ents are going to war. Just the Ents battling at yes, Ellie is smiling big because I think this is the one I stole from her. Is, is it like that I steal? I don't know. Okay, we'll I guess we're going to have to wait and see. We'll see. And um, this one is a weird one. This is a really weird one. But it's the moment where Vigo Mortensen, yes, I'm referring to him as the actor, not the character, broke his toe kicking the helmet. I know, that was neat. I didn't realize that. Yes. Did that, you get that from the internets or from watching like one of the behind the scenes? Uh, behind the scenes internet, I've heard a few times. Okay. It is the scene where they are at the burning pyre of um, of uh, Urukai, where he kicks the helmet and screams. He apparently broke his toe on that, like the actual filmed take. Like it wasn't like doing multiple like different takes. It was the take that they kept was the one where he broke his toe. So that's my my mention there for that. So I guess that's my top three and. And also, I guess, an honorable mention for potatoes. <laughs> so, Ellie, you are up next. Oh, me? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, bring on the trees. I, the yes. The are going to war. Love. Uh, I, I don't. I love the whole, just when you first see them and the, the banter back and forth between, are you orcs? And I've never heard of hobbits. And I just... 
I don't know. I just, I thought that the whole thing and then when they go to war, just the whole part of their story is definitely, I love them. They're fantastic. All right. Um, of course, I would have to say Gandalf the White, mm-hmm. his return. His return as in when they're in the woods and meet him? Uh, yeah, like when okay. you see him as like, yeah, it's like the blinding white light and then they're like, wait, what? Um... So that's probably because he's just amazing. We've already discussed that before, um, and I would just say just the whole, the whole end battle, just with, you know, the whole, woe is me, nobody's gonna come help us, and then the elves, and then the like. It's just like it's it's neat to see that kind of building, you know, building up of all these people that are coming to to help the humans. Um, so I, those probably would be my, my three, but the whole movie is fantastic. It's one of my favorites too, of this series. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Eric, you are up. So you both have actually covered my three moments I was going to talk about. Oh, anyway, uh, no, that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, cause what, well, I was going to say one of mine is actually was one of your runner ups, but I'm going to save it for the end. But yes, yeah, so I was going to say anything involving the ends, but especially the end where they are just going through because you've seen. Saruman's forces just being this sort of unstoppable machine mm-hmm. and they're just going in and just nature is quite literally reclaiming uh, what is artificial and uh, just the way they, they kind of go in and Mary and Pippin are there kind of the whole way hitting with rocks and stuff like that. That always <laughs> cracks me up. But I, I, and I and one part that always cracks me up is there's the one, not that he's on fire, the one end is on fire, but when the dam bursts and he like thrusts himself into the water. <laughs> yes. like, I don't know why that always <laughs> cracks me up, but I love it. I'm like, I'm like, I like you, dude. Um, my second one is too is is when uh, when uh, Aragorn and Gimli and Lego and uh, Legolas come across uh, Gandalf the White for the first time, and yeah, you do see this blinding thing. And I, and being the video gamer I am, I just imagine it going into the do 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 and attacks and zero damage, zero damage, zero damage, <laughs> uh, and then. I so then the the moment it was one of your runner ups uh, the potatoes moment not just because of that line but I forget because that has become a meme at this point I'm, you know almost twenty years on it's become pretty much a meme but I forget about the conversation surrounding it because in my mind I it's, it's been so long since I'd seen these I just really remember from the beginning Sam and uh, Gollum being very antagonistic towards each other mm-hmm. but this scene was almost like they reminded me of like a bickering old married couple because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's not just like the potatoes think uh, he's like oh you're ruining the stew and you, you know and he's going on they're talking about food and he's like oh what I wouldn't give for these sliced up or some potatoes sliced up and with some fried fish and Gollum's like oh I just smack or you know he told Gollum he's like oh you even you couldn't turn that down. And then God's like, no, I need it raw, wriggling and snatching head in. And then it cuts back to Sam. He's like, oh, you're hopeless. Just, there's almost like just this antagonistic, like friendliness towards each other. And I'm like, I forgot about that part of it instead of just the, the memeified part of it. So I really like that moment. And, uh, yeah, those are my, those are my moments. Uh, so I actually made some potatoes tonight because yes. in honor of that, <laughs> I, I did, but I did not mash them. I didn't stick them in a stew. I sauteed them. Yes. And they were, and Ellie stole some. Um, you actually, you gave me one. I didn't well, I one. offered them to you. Yes. And you, oh, you took to them. Ellie sound like she's the bad guy. I know, I know. I see how it is. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she, she did scream my precious and then run off with them. So, I mean. It was purple. It was cool. Yeah, they, they were these weird purple potatoes. 
Like like you cut it, like they were black. You cut them open. They were purple on the yeah. inside. It was weird. Yeah, it was like was really oh, that's that's different. Uh, so Phil, Phil, go go ahead with with your top three. If if there's even a three left to do, because maybe we covered them all. Well, I'll scrape those up. I, w- I just want to say it's a coincidence you made potatoes because I went out with nothing but a loincloth on and caught two rabbits <laughs> with my bare hands. Ate them wrong. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the recording of this. I think that's just, just still, a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even watched the movie yet. It was uh, very strange. Um, yeah, I had uh, uh, just the overlap. I have uh, Gandalf coming in and and banishing medieval Steve Bannon out of uh, <laughs> out of the uh, throne room and and you know showing off his new white threads. Uh, I think that's just so cool how he comes and and sort of reclaims the king. Uh, I have the scene where Gollum is fighting with himself when he is having his his manic episode and trying to drive the evil side of him out. I think that is just the best. Uh, it's some of the, the most emotive, like CGI, it's some of the best Andy circus work. And it's, it's just such a great breakdown of that character. And you kind of understand him as more than this troll at that point. Uh, and then I love all of the Helm's deep, the battle of Helm's deep, but especially like the lead up to it. Mm -hmm. Um, when you see all the fear and all the doubt, you see the, the, they're arming these terrified small children and putting like armor and battle axes on them. And, uh, and it's just, it makes it super real when you, you just see all the apprehension. And then of course, like Gimli putting his chain mail on and it scrapes the floor. Uh, and it's, and, it's know, tight across he, the he, chest. He, he, brushes, <laughs> he brushes that off. Yeah. <laughs> the chest is where I need it altered. Um, and my only honorable mention is when Gimli tells Aragorn to toss him across the, the, yeah. <laughs> the that, gap. Uh, that my, was it's just the funniest line when he he's so he he hates having to say it out loud. <laughs> toss me. That that, that that was a close one for me because even when we were watching it, uh, I was like, man, this this movie has so many great lines. I just it's forgot hard. about our moments. It's hard just, to choose, yeah, yeah, because it's 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 the toss me, and then it's the. Don't tell the elf. Yes. Don't tell the elf. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so, so the next thing I want to ask everyone is, is Eric did point out this movie's almost 20 years old, which is weird to say that out loud. Um, yeah. But when did everyone see this? Was it in theaters? Was it at home? Was this your first time watching it? And of course, I think we can establish we all once again did watch the extended edition because, you know, yes. we're, we're, we are all true nerds here. So uh, I actually, I actually did not. I've never seen the extended edition. What? So, uh, if you want to revoke my card, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm prepared for that. But uh, <laughs> I have the, I have the original DVDs of the, of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, and, we- uh, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim sentimental value on this because my wife bought me all of these DVDs, not box set, just as they were released. Mm-hmm. And she is not a fan. She calls. Uh, she's not into it. She calls this series Boys with Rings um, uh, (laughs) because she did it one time out of not knowing the name. She goes, what are you watching, Boys with Rings? And I'm just... uh, uh, But I I love that my wife is not into what I'm into, but she she indulges me anyway. So I've I've held on to these and uh, 
And this really pushes the limit for how long I can sit in a chair and watch something. Uh, so I never went beyond to the extended editions. All right. All right. Now, I will point out that, Phil, I, I, I'm going to throw you in front of the bus, I guess, again, this time on wow. purpose instead of accident. I mean, I you ask him on, and then you keep throwing him under the bus. Well, no, this, this is a positive one, but I'm calling oh. him out on something. Um, you went above and beyond, not saying our other guests won't or haven't, but you also watched um, Fellowship of the Ring as well prior to watching yeah. this. So, um, I, go, go, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just, I, I had not sat and watched these movies in, in their entirety. I would catch a little bit on TV or something as it was on. Uh, but, uh, when you had, uh, David Ginsburg on, I was like, oh yeah, uh, I forgot this was coming up. I need to, I need to watch, I wanted to watch Fellowship before I listened to that one. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was going to watch Fellowship before I watched two towers and i was just going to watch along with you guys uh it's it's been great to revisit it's been years since i sat and watched these and and it just reminded me what what great movie making this is awesome well when was the first time okay i guess we'll start with phil on this one phil when was the first time you saw these movies was it in theaters was it was it apparently by yourself, or was it was it when your wife was yelling at you about the the, the Ring Boy movies? <laughs> uh, no, I went uh, I went with a, a couple of friends uh, to theaters. I saw two out of three of these in the theater. I uh, Return of the King, I didn't see um, until it was on video, and I all I know is my life was insanely hectic at that time but i could not tell you with what it was a it was a weird few years i want to say is that the next year was that oh three yes yeah okay i had a newish baby in the house i had started a new job that year i had moved that year <laughs> i had bought and sold a house within the last year it was it was and i had married and I had been married uh, about a year before that. So it was uh, uh, a really insane time that I think it was one of those years where I just didn't see hardly anything in a theater. All right. But yeah, I did I did see this one in the theater. And, and I regret not seeing all three of them because uh, just you mentioned cinemat- cinematography earlier. Like yeah. these landscapes need to be seen on a, on a big oh, screen. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. These movies are built for theaters, for real. Most definitely. So, um, I, I guess I'll, I'll go next, because I know in the last one I had like an up-in-the-air. I couldn't remember if I saw saw Fellowship in the theater or not. It was this up-in-the-air thing of like, I can't remember, like, distinctly. I distinctly remember seeing Two Towers, because I went with one of my friends who had read the books, and we'll get into that in a second. Uh, we had read the books and everything, and we went to our local theater from when I was from where I grew up, not the local theater here in 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 the place uh, me, Ellie, and Eric live. Ellie, are you doing okay over there? I was trying to count how old you were. You were pretty young. Two thousand two. Yeah. Yeah. You saw it in the theater. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater. I, I went like, Bob, come pick us up. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, <laughs> I went with one of my. I, I went with Sam. Actually, okay. I went with Sam, and he had seen the movie, and your this gardener? is back when, um, hmm? Was he your gardener? Yeah, 
<laughs> I didn't even put that together. Thank you, Phil. Thank oh, you so much for putting that oh, together. I can help you. He's back in the theater eating potatoes and. Uh, yep. <laughs> Um, I just see I just see Zinger dressed as a hobbit standing in session line, and instead of popcorn, there's just a big thing of fried potatoes, and they're putting that thing. And then there's like it's like the option is like mash and boil them, stick them in a stew. Ew. Yeah. Um. So so no. So so we went and and we went to our our local theater back where I grew up and everything. And here's how um out of touch our local theater is. Um, I I, I guess at the time because I mean stuff was going digitally, but to show our our listeners, it was still on reel to reel. Like you'd see, like the little burn mark they make oh, fun no. of in yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. in Fight Club. Right. That that thing that you would you actually see that. Well, one of the reels didn't change over properly at the very beginning of the movie, and <laughs> so everyone in the theater was like, "Oh!" And, and and of course they they got it working. Like it it was during like the the fight with the Balrog. So it happened. Then they got it back on track. The rest of the movie was fine. But here's where the problem lied. He had read the book. I had not at that point. So there was multiple grumblings and mumblings from him the entire movie about like, oh, well, that didn't happen that way in the book. Like, it was just like a uh, constant state, which yeah. is fine. I still got to enjoy the movie and everything. Shut up, but, Sam. <laughs> but the funny thing was when, when, when we all, because it was a group of us that went to go see Return of the King, I made sure I was sitting a few people away from him during that one. Because, and I will tell a story about that, but, but yeah, it, it was one of those things where it didn't ruin the movie. It's just when I, it, he, he inadvertently kind of smudged the movie a little bit, but then when I read the books, I knew everything that was different too, which in this movie, there is stuff that's different and I'm sure we'll discuss it at some point, but that was my experience seeing it. So like I said, I know I saw it in theaters cause we were all sitting there eating pop potatoes. Anyways, Ellie. <laughs> yeah, I saw it in the theater. No, no, no flashbacks? No. Were you, were you wearing elf ears again? No. Did you eat pop potatoes? <laughs> I did not. All right. Eric, you're up. <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw the movies. I saw it twice. I saw, because um, that was my freshman year of college, and it came out during the Christmas break when we were home and everything, and a bunch of my friends went to go see it one time, and then uh, I mentioned on the last episode, it was kind of the tradition every year, my, my family would go, We'd come up here to Harrisonburg and see it, and uh, we'd go to IHOP afterwards <laughs> and have uh, have IHOP. So I saw it both of those times for uh, with with with, uh, with pancakes. Well, pancakes were the one time, but yeah, good times. Were they made with potatoes? Were they with actually they latkes? Were, they were they were potato pancakes. Perfect. <laughs> latkes. They were latkes. I yeah yeah I said that time too. So hey, yummy. No, just just regular old pancakes. It was third breakfast. So it was eleven. This is actually eleven season. <laughs> so, um, Ellie, I would have been about 16-ish during that time, so I could have technically drove myself to it. Yeah. Did not have to have my mom bring me. That is true. So Technically. But. Technically. I, I don't remember if I did or not. That, that that part I don't remember, but but yeah. So I'm going to so. say yes, because she drove you the year before and then was mad that the movie got out so late that she had to wait <laughs> up for you. I, you know what? You're probably right, Phil, because, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um... Also, having to be around all those nerds. Um, so, nerd. Thank you. Speaking of nerds, um, we're gonna go over this again. Did you read this as a? Did, have you read the books? Yes or no? Gonna go with me. Yes, but I read them after I saw the movies. Uh, Phil, we're gonna go to you next. Never read them. All right. 
They are on my book bucket list, but uh, Tolkien kind of wears me out. It, I read it, The Hobbit, yeah, and yeah. and it's it's a little bit exhausting. So uh, I've I've been intimidated to read them, but I do because I enjoy the movie so much. I enjoy the story. Mm. Uh, I I do very much want to someday sit down with them and, and read through them. Ellie, I have, but it's been a long time. Like, okay, long. Time. Long time. All right. <laughs> you, you, you keep saying that, and I keep like just seeing clocks going by you as you flash back. Ellie sounds like she's a thousand years old. Then <laughs> <laughs> eons. Long time ago. Uh, Berg, what about you? Uh, no, no, nothing. Nothing has changed since the last recording. Nothing will probably change. Oh, I, I just want to make sure it wasn't some weird like. Oh, I've, yeah, I've read the two I, towers. I the middle one. <laughs> no, I have. I, I'm kind of with Phil. Tolkien is very. Uh, he's. It's daunting. It's a very daunting thing. So, but it is one of those things I would like to read. Uh, read the trilogy one day. But yes, as of right now, no. As as somebody who has read them multiple times, yes, they it, that that man can describe stuff. In graphic detail for multiple pages. So yeah, it is. It is daunting. Um, no, I mean they're, they're, I, they're great the, books. I'm in the middle of the the Song of Ice and Fire, the Game of Thrones books, the uh, series, mm-hmm. and it's it's very similar. Where I've said if he took out descriptions of clothing and and meals, he would have finished that book, that series like three <laughs> books ago. And like, the dragons is, destroyed everything. The end. It, wow, that was short. Right, <laughs> just get cut, cut to the TV show ending. But yeah, it is. Um, there's something about fantasy authors that make them over describe everything. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, speaking of describing stuff in graphic detail, who's everyone's favorite character now? As the returning people, we can technically change our characters from movie to movie if they are if we kind of have a different favorite one. But Phil, we're going to start with you since you are the guest. Who is your favorite character? I, I like Gandalf throughout the series, but this is Aragorn's movie. Um, I, I think he uh, he kind of owns this movie. He's the coolest kid in school. He's got um, you know uh, multiple women hanging on him. He's he's brooding. He's tough. Uh, uh, like I said, I have this in my notes multiple times. Coolest kid in school. If I'm a, a guard at Rohan, I'm in the dining hall saying, Aragorn, come sit at my table. I have a sword, too. <laughs> like, uh, uh, it, it's, it's, I mean, he's just, I think, insanely cool and capable. Through And you start to see his his leadership and, and his destiny to be the king. Uh, you know, his you start to understand his rightful place in this movie. I, I think this is Aragorn's movie above anyone else. All right. Uh, Berg, what about you? Do you have a new favorite character or are you sticking, sticking to your guns? So, whoever you said so last time? no, I'm, I'm changing because last, so last time I mentioned, I would, I was going to say Gimli, but he, I didn't feel like he really had that time to shine, uh, in, in fellowship, but he really came into his own and really kicked up the, uh, the comedic relief. Uh, I, and I, Forgot so many great lines, like we were talking earlier about the the whole dwarf tossing thing. Um, him flirting with the the one woman when they were when he was on the horse and everything like that. Just, <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so many so many great like short uh, like short jokes. 
Um, the one where it's painting across when they're standing on top waiting for the... the oh, my God. Hands over and he's just <laughs> on top of his head. He's like, go to pick a higher place. I crack up, and I just... I, I love Gimli as a character. I always do. And uh, this is the movie where I'm like, yes, Gimli is my favorite character. Um, Ellie, I'm going to let you go first, because I feel like we might have a change of our favorite characters for this. So I stole one of your moments, so you could possibly steal my character here. Go ahead. <laughs> Were you having a hard time getting that out? I had a hiccup in okay. the there. I was trying to talk through it. Um, uh, Thanks Gandalf. for calling attention to it. Sorry. Gandalf. Still? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Phil. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Did you want to explain your thing or is it just... It's, it's Gandalf. It's Gan- He's just awesome. I mean, this obviously this movie has a fantastic amount of great characters and who doesn't like watching elves, um, you know, snowboard down on a sheet of metal downstairs? All right, is 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 is, is that your favorite character? The the, the shield he slides down yes. on. Um, but but I'm I'm just saying that a lot of really cool stuff. I I just have such a heart, just a big old heart for Gandalf. So yeah, I have to stick with him. All right, so I'm going to steal Phil, Phil's thing of yes, my overall pick is Gandalf, but my sub pick for this movie. Treebeard. I I really enjoy Treebeard as a character. It's something new, something you're not expecting. Mm-hmm. But once he's there, he becomes a very kind of essential part uh, to say of the Marion Pippin story. Yeah. Because yeah. like he's the only. I, I I don't think they they could have taken Isengard otherwise with, with without the no, help of the. No, end. absolutely not. And um and I I guess we can talk about this now. I wanted to save it for later, but I, but it, it has been mentioned so many times. I guess we could kind of tackle it now because Eric's mentioned it. Um. Uh, Phil actually sent me a, a, a photo earlier that, that was sort of a meme thing. This and this is this is something I regret that we did not talk about in the last movie. These movies are so quotable, and so much internet culture is surround surrounds these movies that it's weird that yes, they were they're almost twenty years old now, but they feel like they're they're still new because so many people reference them so often. Still. Yes, and and it's just it's it's great because Phil it was a it, what, what was it it was I it was I, a Return of the King one yeah. where he says uh, I got six thousand spears six thousand spears less than half what I'd hoped for and Aragorn <laughs> says check it out I got two more and then he says we we've got six thousand two spears more than half of what I'd hoped for <laughs> so true on point dad joke too. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, there's a reason my son sent that to me. He yeah. knew I would have to take a break from work because I'd be laughing at it so hard. So, um, so the the thing is, I mean, and this is all these movies, and I'm really sad that, like I said, it just slipped my mind discussing it the last time and everything. But like, uh, one does not simply walk into Mordor. There's the you don't have any power over me, and these are just memes I'm thinking of off the top of my head. But these are very quotable movies. They have very quotable lines. Like the um, like the the ants are going to war. It's like the rock and stone and the and and like it's, it's these, like, I want to say mythical speeches, but but these fantasy speeches or fantasy lines that just work, and I just love them so much. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's just great that they that they have kind of hung on that 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 you know Star Wars was I guess and to a lesser extent I don't want to sound like this person, but an older generations like super quotable movies even though i quote them constantly but these are like i guess a newer generations to say quotable movies and who knows what we'll be in a few years when everyone's quoting i guess what 
Uh, I don't think Harry Potter is as quotable. I, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything that's been as quotable as, like, Lord of the Rings in recent memory. I mean, the closest I can think of is the MCU, which, while not oh, true. per movie, there are a lot, like, I think about the whole, like, I get that reference, or the yeah. uh, the the Civil War, where it's, like, Tony and, uh, and, and Steve Rogers kind of going back and forth, like, but it'll always be, instead of, uh, it'll be like a, who was your starter Pokemon? I was a Charger guy. It's like, well, no, I was a, I was a Squirtle guy. Boom, <laughs> Civil War, stuff like that. Yeah. It still yeah. means, but that's spread over, like, 20-some movies, whereas this one is three concentrated movies and, and a lot of this stuff comes from the books too so sure i i guess as the only person who's read the book we uh, recently you're better than us recently <laughs> um and, and don't, I, yeah don't don't give them too much credit here oh my god it's just oh, audio books it, it's still you you have to listen to them describe stuff for 30 minutes okay that mountain gets described way too long anyways um I don't got much to say about, like, what I wish they left in or left out. The only thing I have to say is there is a moment that I thought, like, was very cool in the book that's not in the movie at all. It's where they're leaving their weapons outside of, the of Theoden's Hall. And this is, okay, bear, bear with me, everyone here and everyone at home. I'm not going to try to make this too long because Ellie will throw a heavy object at me. There's plenty around oh, me right now. Five minutes further in the... Uh, in Crack! <laughs> um so in the books the um the 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 sword is already re reforged like he has the sword the entire time there's no epic um he gets the sword he has the sword the entire time Ar aragon does so when they're outside gimli's like refusing to give up his axe and everything and then of course aragon's like well i'll put my sword down and then gimli goes oh well we're well, if my axe will have that kind of company, that that kind of kingly company, I guess I'll I'll leave my axe out here. So it was a it was a cool moment in the books, but it can't happen in the movie because of the way the movie's written and everything. And that's like, yes, there's tons of other stuff that happens in the books, but I'm like that to me is like a very cool scene that I wish was in the movie, but it wasn't. So there, quick and done, Ellie. You you can't throw anything at me now. Okay. Maybe next time. Uh, so on that note, um. Everyone's favorite race from the movie, or favorite, like, I guess, race of people in these movies. I And this can change, of course, throughout the movies and everything. Because now we have Ents available to us, technically, as the returning host. But, Phil, who, who's your favorite race of beings in these movies? Is, is it the orcs? Uh, I do think the orcs are pretty B.A., but... Um... I'm going to go with the elves. I think the I, I think the elves are cool. They're like cool forest people. Uh, they're magic, but they're not wizards. They're just sort of, they're almost monk-like in that they they kind of just want to be left alone and live peacefully. Uh, but in this movie in particular, like, they really come through in the end, you know, and they they sort of call back to their history with man, and and they're like, we're proud to stand by you guys once again. And also, Aragorn, you're all right, because uh, you hook up with one of our own. So <laughs> good on you, man. Uh, and uh, I and uh, you know they they they're just I think cool. They're just like kind of cool people in general. Like they they're all just kind of majestic and elegant. Uh, Elrond I think is is so cool. Hugo Weaving is so perfect for this role, and he's so amazing. Um, just the few minutes of screen time he has, I just they're they're very captivating uh, kind of people. All right. Um... Berg, what, what about you? 
Yeah, I'm, you, you you hit the nail on the head with Ints coming into this. They they were my favorite in this movie. They are so cool, giant tree people uh, who have this very like old and wise, almost to a fault kind of uh, demeanor, and it, they're stubborn. They're stubborn, so I identify with that. And uh, I love how like they're just not willing to help until they see uh, all the deforestation, and they're like, "Well, well, here we go." The sticks have broken. We're going to war. I just think they're super cool, and I'm I'm sad that really once you get, they're not in the movie. They're not in Fellowship, and then they're very much just like the beginning of of uh, Return of the King, and that's really all they are in that, if I remember correctly. So it's sort of like this is their time to shine, and I really think they did a good job of doing that. Also, with the extended editions, um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think a lot of the extended stuff is stuff involving like the end. They're, 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 there's a little bit more with Mary and Pippin in the end. So, Bill, yeah, I guess that's I, I what, remember what you missed. Yeah, I remember seeing the extended edition of Return of the King. And all right, wait, in this movie or this one, this one, this one, yes. as Mary. I, I remember, yeah, I remember they, it, that they were in like the very beginning of Return of the King. But I was trying to remember if that was the extended edition or no. They're, they're, not, that, that's I, both. I there, there might be a both, few I more could, scenes with them, but. Ellie, yeah, what, what, I, was, what, I was trying to remember. Yeah. Ellie, what, what about you for your favorite race? Um, I really, really, really do love the Urukai. The <laughs> no, the Ents. Um, <laughs> Humans. <laughs> but I, it's still, it's still elves. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna say Ents. Yeah, gonna, like I said, they're awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I very, very like their introduction, the, the part they play. Like I said, Treebeard's my favorite in this movie, and I, I think it sticks through with the whole ends are really cool in there. And there's something that's like they, they are. If I remember correctly, it might have been mentioned in the. Oh, God dang it! I'm gonna mention this again, Ellie. Do not reach for anything. In the books, it's kind of mentioned that she, she is she is actually looking. <laughs> I mean, this um, is you, you, pick, you picked up that ceramic thing the last time. I need to well, move it for the third one. I know it's one. right next to my seat. Um, but the 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 ends the the not golems the uh, trolls are like Sauron and the enemy's response to ends like they're kind of comparable to each other's strength and everything wise. So I I always always thought that, thought that was a neat like. Oh well, the enemy makes this as compared to this, and this compared to that, and I thought that was a cool correlation right. between the two. Um, also, another thing—I I know it's not a race of creature or anything—but another thing introduced on screen, everything in this movie, and I think we we need to discuss this real quick is Go- Gollum slash Smeagol. And Phil did mention that that one of his favorite moments was the 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 back and forth between between his um his like dual personalities and everything but the the acting the motion capture everything that went into this and i guess this, this can kind of play into how well is this movie age for all of us too um as i was telling ellie there's a few scenes here and there where i'm like "Ooh, that looks a little rough but for the most part i'm like this holds up in my opinion and 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 the motion capture everything andy circus did and they did to make that that creature come to life is amazing I don't know if anyone else wanted to say anything. I just wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. I think I think Gollum was he was kind of a very close runner up for my favorite character in this movie. I, I think he just uh, this is where we start to see him as like a really damaged person. 
you know, the the, the very corrupted person, and, and you kind of understand what's at stake. Uh, what, with, what Frodo with could how, be. Yes, too. and I, I just, I love Andy Serkis's performance as as Gollum, and that scene that I mentioned in particular, where he's, I mean, that's a, that's a wide range of acting, in just a back and forth that you see it. I mean, it's all on display there. It's great. And, and how why do you think the movie has aged? I think the CGI for the most part has held up, and throughout uh, the whole trilogy. The where I notice it the most um, is when you see someone like Legolas doing like acrobatics, like when he climbs up the elephant, when he climbs oh, on the yeah. cave troll. Yeah, I know. Oh no, wait, wings him, Oh, go go ahead. He swings himself up on the on that horse. Mm-hmm. Almost an honorable mention. Almost. Um, someone getting a tattoo. They're great scenes, but he just doesn't move right. They they don't have the movement of that down, like the physics of it. Like that's the only time that that the CGI really stands out as bad to me. There's a there's a couple scene a couple places where the green screen is is not quite seamless, but it's not as bad as like when Peter Jackson did King Kong and or, some of that green screen that didn't that was glaringly bad. I think overall these movies have aged well and whenever they talk about I know we're going to get into remake stuff, whenever they get into talking about remaking I'm just like these movies are aging well and mm-hmm. they're very well done. I don't know that it needs to be done at all. Uh, to 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 throw under the bus or to, I guess kind of take a nudge at another series I enjoy, Star Wars, the prequel trilogy. These, I okay. I know I rag on Episode Two, everyone. I know I do. And oh, I, I do too. Please go ahead. I I, I know, I'm just I'm establishing that for everyone as a like <laughs> like this, this is a no dumb moment. But that movie. Compared to like it, this age is so much better because yes, they use CG, but it's it's not a the backbone, and that's the problem. They didn't with, only use CG, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there there's a few things that are weird here and there, but there's physical stuff on the sets at times, and there's yeah. and there's really well done. I mean, yes, you 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 can tell they're doing forced perspective, or or they have somebody standing in for Gimli at that point, but it's like yeah, you're you're not focused on it. You just sort of see them in the background. You can't really see them too well but you can tell it's not the same act. it's it's obviously not the actor and they're obviously doing but it's it, these movies work they, they they don't fall apart and they're not weird where you're in a diner scene and you're like none of this looks real everything right. in this is obviously oh my fake. god that diner yeah so so yeah so yeah there, there's 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 my dig eric what, what do you think do you think these movies have aged well or or, or are you like I, absolutely I, not <laughs> i do not think they have aged well in fact i honestly okay I'm oh wait! Th- this isn't on... a bit. This isn't a bit. I thought he was doing a bit. No, I'm being very serious here. When I saw the movie in 2002, I didn't think it looked that great. I really thought there was a lot of bad CG in it, and I think it's even worse. And okay, Andy Serkis, fantastic performance. I do not think Gollum looks good at all. I think he looks incredibly out of place. I think he looks. The only time I thought he looked somewhat okay to me was when he was doing the, the, the self-dialogue. Um, because the background, there's, there's a shallow depth of field, so the background is blurred, and when he's talking to himself, it looks, it's there's a lot of good uh, emoting going on, but it looks like a moderately acceptable CG movie. When he is with anything real, he looks god-awful. And I think he looks even worse. And one scene I really want to point out is at the very end, right, right after uh, 
uh, Sam and Frodo and he leave and they're on their way to, to at the end of the movie and he's having his whole kind of having his schizophrenic freak out and he is on the in forest there's a lot of pine needles on the ground and he's walking around and he's all freaking out and he's like not just like slow movements they're like wild movements and if you've ever walked on pine needles or any kind of loose ground like that even the slightest movement is going to cause stuff to kind of shift and go none of that there is no environmental reaction to what Gollum does he it's just sort of like he was placed there yes he was placed there but it's the it's almost like the anti uh, I think about the the whole knocking the lamp thing from Roger Rabbit where they they went to such painstaking detail to make an animated rabbit feel like he was part of this actual real world environment whereas I felt like this was the exact opposite and actually well actually never mind uh, yeah so I, I didn't think he he aged too well in terms of that um i there was a part toward the beginning where they're going through the, the swamp with all the dead people in it mm-hmm. and there's a wider shot and i think oh and i thought okay you know maybe maybe i'm kind of misremembering a little bit because i think he does actually look pretty good and it was a it was a wider shot but then it cuts to another shot a little bit on in the scene and it shows sam and uh, Frodo and Gollum and the sunlight it's really harsh on them from one angle and it's a really dark cloudy sky and it, it has a very distinct look the the characters are reacting are existing in this light the environment is and the light is not correct at all on Gollum and it looks like he is just slapped on there and it just does not it took me out of that scene immediately all right so um Berg we respect your opinion I'm I'm sorry I took that as you were you were you were setting up a bit, but um, we respect your opinion and everything. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, congratulations, Phil Rude, for being the third ho- host of Zingness. Um, everyone introduce the special guest of this episode, Berg now. Wow, <laughs> how things have shifted. <laughs> oh, how the um, tables I, have turned. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think Berg has some, some pretty decent points. There's a, there's a, a, a couple shots of, of Gollum where I will agree in the daylight, he maybe doesn't look quite as sharp as he does when he's in shadows. Uh, but I also think I've kind of Peter Jackson presented middle earth to us. I almost said third earth. Cause I've been watching Thundercats <laughs> on Hulu, uh, but uh, nice. um, they uh, where he presented middle earth to us and said, this is the world and this is what it looks like. And Gollum is part of this world. And I think I've just always sort of just accepted that this is the reality. This is what this character looks like. He is an exaggerated, like, humanoid to begin with. So if he doesn't quite match up uh, uh, or look super realistic, I've probably always just let it go. I've never noticed how he doesn't interact with elements of the environment. That's a sharp eye if you're picking up uh, (laughs) non-moving pine needles. But... um, but I, I think you've got some decent points. It, it doesn't change the fact that I, I pretty much think you're wrong, but uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just joking. I, I can see where you're coming from with, with some of those points in the same way that I think Legolas doesn't quite move right. And it, it, it's it, just—it's almost like an uncanny valley kind of thing. Yes. Okay. That, I was—I was gonna say there's a very uncanny valley-ness to that, and it, it always comes back to his eyes. The eyes are always what kind of makes it seem fake because it's almost like there's too much or not enough movement. It's not the right amount to make it look real. Uh. And uh, so, yeah, I agree. There's this uncanny valiness. And again, Andy Serkis did a great job 
of bringing that character to life. This is nothing against his performance or the character itself. This is strictly a technical like thing because I think limitations of the time. Fantastic character, yeah, absolutely. Because I do remember him looking better in the. As much as I'm not a big fan of the. As Nero's big a fan of the Hobbit trilogy, I still think Gollum looked better than that because it had 15 years on it. So, on, on that note, like like I've stated before, we will do that series eventually. But as they did with the filming, we will do with the recording. We'll wait a while before we return to Middle Earth for that, or I guess as Bill so was saying, Third Earth. To the king. Yes, it didn't work as well as I hoped it would. Um. Okay. So I I want to bring this up because. I, I still, to this day, do not get the logistics of how he gets on that horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, no. It's, it's, <laughs> the momentum is backwards. Everything about it is backwards. <laughs> and I don't... I've, I've never known if it's because he's a magical kind of being that he moves weird. Um, I don't... I like, it's, but like, it's, I mean, everything about elves is not quite... It's like... Ginsburg said in your last episode, in the Fellowship episode, he walks on top of the snow. Yes. He's not like, there's a physicality to elves. And I don't know if that's factored in or if it's just bad CGI. I've never, I've never known, but it's always super distracting to me. It, it, okay, it is really cool to see. It is a really cool shot and it's a really cool thing. But if you sit there for any amount of time and start to think of how did he do that on a running horse... Like, cause he like grabs it. And you think he's gonna like flip up, like, but he flips under the horse. He flips the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. and it's like everything about your brain tells you it's wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, he 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 got trampled, right? Like, that's that's that is the only way that this works. Is he got trampled? Like, I'm okay, Ellie. I know you're gonna appreciate this. I'm on board for the surfing, the um. <laughs> The, the shield. I think it's I'm, funny. I'm on board I'm for that. On I love the I love the shield. I yes. love Teenage Mutant Ninja Elves. I, I, yes. I love the Calabunga move down the stairs. It's great. It's pretty so, awesome. So I I am I am completely on board for that. Totally fine with it. But him getting on the horse is like the most. And I'm like, I feel like it he did does look it really weird. I, yeah. I feel like he does it again in some in a later movie too. Like I think in Return of the yeah, King, there's a there's a weird like. Him getting on something that's like physically, like your brain just goes, wait, what? When he climbs the elephant, it's... it's oh, uh, yeah, 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 that, that might be... The, yeah. I but, guarantee there's some throwaway note in Tolkien's notebook that Peter Jackson went through. And it's just like, elves defy the laws of physics. So he, <laughs> he started putting all these weird Easter egg things in there. I, it has to be some... Deep lore, uh, uh, deep cut like that, or something. Well, I like that. I know like like Ginsburg said it is in the books as mentioned that that they don't like leave tracks or anything, and that they can can actually walk on snow. Like they're light enough footed to be able to do that. And tracking elves is really hard because of how lightly they step through the the woods and everything and through stuff. So I understand that, but that does not correlate to yeah, magically <laughs> getting on horses. <laughs> Or I give Zenger uh, twelve hours before he looks like Charlie Day in that <laughs> meme where he's got the thread running <laughs> still, everywhere. Still, yeah. <laughs> also, also, you you've, you've got tw- in addition to that twelve hours, about five of those is me just getting trampled by a horse attempting to yes. do it. <laughs> as you're, as you're <laughs> <laughs> 
one more time. I can do this. <laughs> my, my spleen's out. Um, but no, I mean, okay, so so yes, it probably is the, the elephant scene and the next thing. But once again, I'm not against him him sliding down the trunk of the elephant. That's fine. Maybe the climbing up is the weird part. Yeah, but dabba do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Save it. Save it, Berg. We will bring that up again. That that will return yes. with the king. Yeah, cut later. that out. Don't don't burn that joke here. <laughs> <laughs> um but okay, so so yes, there there is a different I Okay, yes, I will give credit to Eric. In in the fact of I feel like, yes, if you pay attention to Gollum enough, I'm sure that but I was trying to live in the movie and I can't live in a world where elves get on horses like that. So I have to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> it wasn't with the golem. It was with the horse, okay? I, I had to draw a line at some point in this movie, and that's where it was. Um, but moving on to, to other things, non-horse related, and I completely clicked out of the thing I was in. Um, so I, I guess we're going to go over the... Um, what would you like to see in the net in the Amazon series that's coming? I almost said Netflix just out of habit. Um, in the Amazon series that is quote unquote coming out, and um, if this movie was made today, would you recast it and why, Phil? For both of these, uh, I really don't have any expectations for for the Amazon series. If if they're going to explore Middle Earth more, I I'd, I'd be into that. But like as far if they're going to just remake this this trilogy of books, I, uh, uh, I was talking to Austin earlier about like the avatar live action series. I'm like, I have my avatar that I enjoy. I don't really care a whole lot about a remake. No, I think, you know, I'm kind of, I have a good version that works for me. I might check it out, but I'm not super stoked for it because I, I'm just a fan of these, these movies I can go back and watch the Ralph Bakshi animated if I if I want to revisit that movie. God, we missed an opportunity a, on on doing. I'm not those. opposed. What's that? I said we we missed an opportunity on doing those to begin this. Yeah, watch that super rotoscoped uh, <laughs> cartoon. Ugh. But yeah, it's it's super crazy. Um, I I think we need uh, like a tab of acid before we watch that anyway. I but, think you uh, need a lot before you watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty wild, but um. Yeah, I'm, I I really have no expectations for for the Amazon series. If it if it looks interesting and I hear good things when it comes out, I'll give it a look. If not, I'll probably just go rewatch this. All right. Um, as far as recasting, uh, uh, I I thought about like, would it be possible to plug the Arrested Development cast into uh, <laughs> into this? So and, so you just uh, want to turn into voice. a voice. It is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like. I'm, have Job as Gandalf, and they're like, "Get that conjurer out of here!" He's like, "You need illusions," and then, you know, like <laughs> he's kind of. Next um, time on the Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> so, I've, have you talked to Mel Brooks about making this movie? Uh, if I had Mel Brooks's number, I would love to talk to him about this. But um, no, I have not. Uh, the the only actual like real cool recast I could think of is having Ron Perlman as uh, Treebeard. But not CGI or anything. <laughs> oh my god! I, not even wearing I was just like him in a shirt. Just, jeans. just Ron Perlman smoking a cigar and carrying two little people on his shoulder, and and I would, oh my god, I would, 
uh, and and possibly Will Ferrell in his elf costume, uh, just wandering around in in the elf kingdom. I just I think those those two things would just uh, be Jesus. some of the best kind of uh, non serious recasting you could do. Got you. So you want to ruin these movies as opposed to improving uh, you, them? Got it. I, I I want I want to I think it's an take this honestly. seriously. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean the 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 cat the possible honest to god recast is endless, but I think um, I think you guys said so, the same thing on on the fellowship episode, and I really agree with it. Like casting of character actors, and um, you know, not movie stars, but but just actors. Like Viggo Mortensen had been around for twenty years when he did these movies, but nobody really knew who he was till he did these movies. Um, this this kind of uh, big block of character actors who were good actors, but not so well known that they would take you out of the story. I think that's the way to cast these movies, no matter um, if you want to change people out or start completely, completely from scratch. You know what I mean? Just sort of yeah. really blue collar, good acting, non-celebrities. All right, so on that note, I, I do have a few I want to say. Uh, once again, I think I said this in the last one, uh, I want Keanu Reeves somewhere in here, so I think I'm going to throw him in as Treebeard. Because I, I just, I just I don't know, I just want Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is Treebeard? You, you give me a better, okay, I get, I just want him to be opposite um, Elrond somehow. <laughs> I, I I missed the the thing that everyone's laughing at. So I what what sorry what was that? I said point bark. Okay, perfect. Yes. <laughs> wow. That was not even worth repeating. <laughs> it was oh. not. It was. No, it was worth repeating. It's worth repeating a few more times while we're recording. Um, I I guess okay. I I, I like where you're going, Phil, with with the getting some um character actors. So can we get Margot Ma- Martindale as um, Arwen? Character actress Margot Martindale? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we've ruined everything in, with these movies. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> we, we did it. Yay. Ellie, do you got anything to add to this or are you just done? I'm going to pass. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> you guys have messed this up enough. <laughs> I, I say during the I say during the battle of uh, they, they they call Godzilla in um, when when uh, when Gandalf comes over the the hill and it's just Godzilla it's like a bright light and it's just Godzilla with him and like they come charging down the hill and Godzilla hits the atomic rail the works die the end. Um, okay, actually, I, I got one more recast we can do. Um, does any okay the, the the one guy from Jurassic Park the um the 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 groundskeeper guy the the like. Really? Where's the hat? The the clever girl, Robert Muldoon. Yes, yes, Robert Mo- 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 yeah. Muldoon. So we'll just go with that. Can we get him as Aragon? Just for the one scene where the guy's running up with the spark thing, where he can be like, shoot her, shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's running up, can the chariots of fire theme play? But yes, I. <laughs> it is pretty. It's right in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're making a better. We're making like a better Lord of the Rings adaptation, like as we speak. Like this you like movie. Lord of the Rings? Well, get ready to hate it because the Amazon uh, remake is being done by these idiots in association. <laughs> yeah, with, in associations with Zingness Productions. Yes, that's a thing. 
and, and yes, that, that is actually the title of our production company, Zygnus Productions. <laughs> yes, this is actually a thing. <laughs> Did you ever want to see the Power Rangers at the Battle of Helm's Deep? Well, now's your chance. <laughs> We cannot legally call them the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, never, never mind. We got the rights. It's the Power Rangers. <laughs> Have you ever sat there and went, wow, that face re... Uh, what, what is it, the thing that everyone's doing right now? The face recapture? Oh. Where, oh, the face swap. Yeah. Uh, have, have you ever sat there and wondered how face swap would look if we took everyone's children and used them instead of the faces of the characters in this movie? Well, we've done that. Um, the other thing, and, and okay, to, to get back to a vaguely serious note, um, I, I've, I've thought about it and this movie reminded me, it would be kind of cool to see more stuff from like the orcs and the Urukai because their whole interaction when they're carrying Merry and Pippin was actually kind of vaguely interesting to see like stuff yeah. from sort of their perspective. Oh, yeah. So I kind of like to see that. I mean, I always like in movies where, where you get to see stuff from the villain's point of view, even though it's like, we, we know they're evil, but let's see how evil they are. I, I think that would have been cool because that, this is like, I think, the only movie where you really get that interaction. I mean, there's a little bit in Return of the King, but this is the only one where you really yeah. get an interaction between these things, and you see how tenuous everything is, like how just... You know, you, you've got the elves and the humans. Everyone's trying to work together. And they are, like, on a razor's edge of killing each other just for, for you know, getting meat back on the menu. Well, Zinger. in the extended edition, and I can't remember if this is in the, just the extended or not, but when, when Sam and Frodo are looking at the Oliphant mm -hmm. and the the he gets spooked and then the, uh, I'm terrible with names in any of Lord of the Rings things, but the, the, the archers come and they, uh, what's his name, brother? Bearman. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. He comes, and the guy's laying there dead who was in the Oliphant. He's, like, talking about his, like, you know, he came from far away. He he probably had a life. He had all this stuff. And, like, they bring this humanity. They're not just mooks. They're not just, like, henchmen. Like, they're a ton people of goons. who have lives and a family. Yeah, like, and he they kind of bring that. And I do like seeing that um, in any sort of media where you're kind of seeing it from the, the bad guy's perspective or just the, the, the bystander or something like that. So, I mean, yeah, I'd love to see more of more of that and the like the other forces that Saruman got to come and help uh, Sauron and everything like that so I'd be down also um why wouldn't you make a blood oath you cut across the palm of your hand like I feel it's like that that's that's just like the <laughs> most inconvenient place to cut because that's not gonna heal right well then you're reminded of it constantly every time oh. you try to use your hand for you know to go battle anything. in yeah. the name of the person you 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 are handicapping yourself. Yes. <laughs> I think Ellie has like, completely just, clocked like, out. Can I just pick my nose until it bleeds, and then I can just give you some of that. <laughs> you know what? If, if, I, if, if, if I become an evil superpower in some mythic fantasy, that's what I would request from people is pick your nose until it bleeds, don't be <laughs> disgusting, and cut your hand in front of me. I'm going to need you to use that hand for things. Like, like <laughs> evil things, not... not other things but pick your nose till it bleeds and don't be disgusting he said <laughs> <laughs> so then you pull up like the royal scepter and it's like a scepter that has a like a brass finger on it that they have to... i live <laughs> with him <laughs> can anyone feel sorry for me i live with him <laughs> and Zinger's sitting there. I see Zinger in like this very like cheap looking costume. It's like a purple robe and purple pointy hat with like bright stars on it. He's like a wizard. With like a really obviously fake looking oh. beard. He pulls a scepter with a 
<laughs> with a with a hand on it, he's like poking an evil minion in the nose, bleeding it, no, bleeding it, no, bleeding it. Ow, maybe. Oh, that was just a bloody burger. Bleeding it. Now. It was a bucket. Man, I would make a great super villain. On that super note. Super. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, I, I don't know if anyone's got anything else to say, or or, or we're ready to wrap this wrap, wrap this puppy up and put a bow on it, or wrap this end up and put a bow on it. Uh, just to kind of say, like my 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 little rant on the the effects. Ed, you 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 got you got more I you would, need to say. I very much nitpicked on that, but I still enjoy the movie and I still enjoy the the world that um, that Peter Jackson made for, for all of these movies. And I do like it how in this movie there are very there are several distinct stories going on, but I do like how they all come together in the end. And I I love a good movie like that. I love when there's like multiple stories happening and they all kind of come together for one united front uh, at the end. And I thought this did a this movie in particular does a great job of that. Uh, I'm I'm gonna echo that. I think this is just top notch storytelling throughout this whole trilogy. I have uh, I have some nitpicks about everything all the way through uh but overall like these are three just super solid movies uh the only thing about this conversation until the last five minutes anyway uh (laughs) that's really baffled me is i was really shocked and i don't dislike these characters i'm really shocked at the amount of ent love that uh that this group came up with (laughs) the the ents are kind of the slowest part of the movie for me um (laughs) And and I'm just like everybody's like oh I love these ends and I'm like oh okay <laughs> like um, uh, for me like the thing that has always uh, stuck out to me is the there's like a there's a funny element to the ends and I don't know how intentional it is like the the guy Berg talked about that was on fire and who yeah. just runs in and throws it <laughs> like that's hilarious and I <laughs> don't know if it's intended up. to be um, and also like the main end. We have these names, Aragorn, Boromir, uh, uh, Gimli, Legolas, and Treebeard, because he's a tree with a beard. Like, it's it's like he ran out of cool names when he got to the ends, and I just, that has always struck me as the funniest thing, and I don't think it's supposed to be, uh... I'm 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 glad people glom onto the ends, and I'm glad they're there because they're a super important like metaphor in the story. Uh, but for me, it's always where this this movie sort of slows down, and especially when they cut to it right in the middle of the Battle of Helm's Deep, I'm like, oh my god, you're pumping the brakes when the most momentum of this movie is going. Whereas uh, at our house, it was, oh man, they just they just hit the turbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is like, "Man, I wish I get through this battle so we can see what those talking trees." Burn <laughs> <laughs> the trees! <laughs> and, uh, no, I don't. I don't hate the ants. I was just like shocked. Everybody's like, "Yeah, the ants rule." I'm like, "Cool." Uh, <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Was cool. not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess it's for for me. It's we get so little of them, so it's very cool when we get something from them. And um, also, ugh, God dang it! So, uh, Phil, in in the books, they they do point out that he has a different name, but it would take them so long to say it that it's 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 just easier just to go by Treebeard. I knew there, that okay, I, I, up. <laughs> I I had to do it. 
Also, I feel like we are the, the this podcast is slowly just becoming the Lorax with this episode. So we speak for the trees. <laughs> it is. It's the Lorax. No, it's it, it's tot- I'm not hating on the ants. I think it's I think it's cool that there's an ant fan club. Apparently, it consists of us three and yeah, whoever also sick. comments later. On I have heard, I have heard other people talk about these movies who really sing the praises of the Ents as well. I think I think the Ents are sort of like a cult classic sort of character. I think are, are yeah. the Ents the Ewoks of this movie of of Lord of the Rings? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, no the um, the. Uh... Uh, b- 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 the Hobbit trilogy. That is the Ewoks of these movies. <laughs> we'll get to that. We will get to the. We will get to that trilogy at some point. As I said, down the road, we will we'll return to Middle Earth in in horrifying fashion. But well, on... well, put, put me on that roster because it will make me finally watch those movies. I have not seen the Hobbit trilogy. You yet. know what? Since I know you'll do the homework, I'll put you down for Five Armies. So you have to watch the other two. Oh man, you really! Uh, wow, you are just evil. <laughs> I am being committed. <laughs> oh man, no, we, we we love you, Phil Rude, and if and if you, the dear listener, love Phil Rude as well, where can people find more from you, sir? Uh, you can find me on a new-ish podcast I have uh, with my son Austin. You may remember him from the Meg episode. Yes. Seeing uh, this? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Uh, Wait, sorry to interrupt. Phil, I got a fun fact for you about oh, the Meg. Oh, I didn't know this. I'm uh, excited. Did you know they're based on a book series? Uh, I did not know that. Up, they, There is a new book coming out. I think there's seven in the series. And I'm on book three right now. Wait, there's seven books about yes. the fucking Meg? <laughs> I, I, my mind <laughs> was blown. Yes. Yeah, Justin told me I was like, no, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I'm how does that work? <laughs> you know what? We can we can revisit it. We'll make Phil watch is it. it a like... magic book that <laughs> takes literacy away from you? What is this? <laughs> let's 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 just say the movie did hold back from the ridiculousness that the books have in store for you. Okay, conti- sorry. Continue. That's... I just you mentioned the Meg, and I was like, I have to say something. To make sure it gets recorded. And <laughs> Phil's response. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, uh, where was I? Uh, I, I got your, a podcast. Yeah, your, your podcast. <laughs> uh, it's, called, it's called The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude. We, it's a standard movie podcast. We watch a movie every week and we sit down and we pull it apart and try to make sense of it. And you all did a fantastic episode on, on Fight Club that I'm still, I, I don't, I, I have many feelings about it. So thank you for, for, and also I mentioned Fight Club earlier, so it, it all comes full circle. Fight Club, uh, we've done Avatar The Last Airbender. We dropped an episode today of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Okay, so um, you mentioned something and now Ellie got a look on her face. Um, Phil, earlier you mentioned that you... <laughs> That you loved Avatar and, and your and I'm interpretation. I'm really hoping you're talking about the cartoon and not yes, the movie. Avatar The Last Airbender, oh. not, uh, okay. not Avatar. Not, okay. not Dances with Smurfs. No. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. I think she's more worried no. about whether you're talking about the M. Night Shyamalan movie yes. 
or the series being your favorite thing. (sighs) I have not seen the uh, the M Night Shyamalan movie. Okay, we're we're good. Everything's good. Phil, you are welcome back on the show again. There there was I I I wish we had a camera because Ellie's eyes like (laughs) like, I've never seen her eyes get that big before. And trust me. I've I, I've seen her get new Legos. I've seen her watch the Harry Potter movies. Oh. Never have I seen this woman's eyes get that big oh, I was so in scared, response to I something. Li- I, I like you so much, and I was really scared. <laughs> yeah, I was scared it was going to be liked. <laughs> so, so can I request, Bill, can, can you all do Point Bork on an episode? Uh, <laughs> if that becomes a reality in Keanu Reeves' <laughs> premiere, I would, I would happily break that down and talk about nothing else. The Ents would immediately become my favorite characters. It would, uh, that would do it. All right. Well, of course, um, you all know where to find Zingness. Berg, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. And, of course, don't forget to join us next month when we hail the return of the king. Or actually later this month, because technically when this is out, it will be September. And the conclusion will also be in September. And as I said before, we will return to Middle Earth one day. Probably in the far off future. But anyways, on that note, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Phil Rude, for putting up with us. And thank you, dear listener for enjoying this episode, hopefully. Bye. Bye. Precious. Listening to a fourth hand joint.